roll and I'll just feel something. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millarn. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning. It's 8.34, and, uh, and I hope you're having a good weekend and getting out and enjoying the uh, beautiful weather that uh, that we have here in the, the Cooley region and soaking up some warm Wisconsin and Minnesota and northeastern Iowa sunshine. Anyway, uh, talking a little bit, uh, wanted to talk a little bit. I was talking about the, uh, the the panfish bite a little earlier here too, and um, just uh, wanted to talk a little bit about maybe where to uh, uh, try to find some of those uh, those crappies uh, during the the hot weather months here. And you know, obviously the the, the first thing that you're going to want to think about anyway is is where exactly they are. <laughs> you know? Because if you go where they aren't, then, well, anyway, anyhow. Um, so, you know, find the location, and I think you can do fairly well for a, a little bit anyway, because uh, crappies do tend to school up. So if you find a nice-sized one, uh, chances are there probably are some more uh, some more out there. Um, now, to aid you in finding the crappie, of course, uh, you need to find uh, the right kind of structure uh, that uh, that they prefer. Uh, you know, you're looking uh, for some areas, uh, and, and I touched on it, like I said, a little while ago here too, but, you know, such as, you know, some brush, you know, like a down tree or something along those lines. And, and on a day like today, a blue sky day, uh, you know, you're looking for some place where there's going to be some shade, there's going to be a little bit of cover of some kind that uh, predators can't get at them here too. Um, but you're also looking for, uh, uh, you know, places along the edges of, of uh river and, and creek channels as well. Uh, those kinds of places where there's going to be sort of that ebb and flow of uh, food supply, if you will, in, uh, in a lot of cases. Uh, don't over, and, and don't overlook weeds either. Uh, uh, you know, those are, are certainly going to be places where there's uh, uh, aquatic life, little bugs, things along those lines, and certainly you know, schools of minnows will be hiding in in some of those weed areas as well that uh, uh, you'll be able to uh, uh, find some here too. But it, we'll, we'll get more into, uh, into the, to that in just a second here too. But, um, and, and, you know, they're just going be, to be looking for cover. Let's put it that way. Uh, one thing too that uh, uh, I, I always have to think about too when fishing, uh, fishing for crappies here too is that, um, they tend to school sometimes. They, they they'll they'll school sort of horizontally, uh, roughly at you know the same depth, so to speak. Um, and and of course, what that depth is is going to depend on you know structure, location, water clarity, uh, temperature, you know, cover that 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 kind of thing. Um, but you know, and you know, you can certainly catch them shallow. You can catch them a little deeper. Um, and again, I'm thinking kind of like a river situation here, you know, some backwater areas, places like that, obviously in, in you know, lakes and, and other larger bodies of water, they can, they can of course suspend, but, um, they will, at, and, and they will at times as well. But I think kind of in the, the, the river environment here, um, you know, 
this those are the kind of places that uh, that they're going to be kind of looking at uh, as far as uh, places to uh, to hang out. Um, and again, like I said, they're going to be following around the bait fish to find a meal. Uh, so if you know you've you've got your depth finder on your boat, you know you can find those those edges and maybe little drop offs that that you know if they are suspended somewhere, like in a, a, a the mouth of a channel or uh, someplace along those lines, a creek uh, uh, inlet, um, you know, you'll be able to spot them as well. You know, and for the and and the cool thing is for the shore fishermen, you know, you don't have to worry because there are places uh, that you can access to. You know, you you aren't you know certainly going to have to walk too terribly far <laughs> along the river here anyway to uh, 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 find a tree in the water, uh, something along those lines that. Uh, that are always going to hold fish and not necessarily crappie, but you know, other, other species as well. But we're talking crappies here this morning. Um, but yeah, these are, the, and those are great spots to, uh, to find those summer crappie. Um, you know, many times, uh, the tree will break a current, break that current up a little bit, you know, just kind of creating a little bit of a, a slack water spot where crappie can, can wait for the bait fish, uh, or at least in what we're talking about here. Anyway, your lure, um, just uh, let it drift on in there. And, of course, that uh, uh, brings up the uh, next part of the summer crappie equation, uh, lure selection. Um, many favor, you know, using a, a crappie or a fathead minnow, what have you. And, really, it's kind of hard to argue with that. Um, you're presenting a natural food source or a natural choice for the, uh, uh, for the fish. You know, I mean, that's... That's what they're used to seeing. That's, and that's what you're placing in front of them. Um, of course, you know, simple, uh, you know, hook, minnow, maybe a, a bobber if you want, or just, uh, you know, let it, uh, let it kind of drift down there. Um, you know, if you're fishing some cover too, having one of those, uh, those nice long poles, uh, a longer rod is not, uh, not a, a bad thing as well. It, it, you can be a little more precise if you want to, you know, Kind of drop down along inside those uh, some of those tree branches in there. Uh, that's always uh, you know just that, that little spot that, like I call the the you know my dipping rod because I'm just I'm not casting it anywhere. I'm just kind of dipping it into little holes and little spots where I know uh, or where I think anyway fish will be uh, potentially hiding anyway. So um, the other thing too is uh, um, if you are gonna. <laughs> When you do that, if you, a light wire hook is always uh, always a good thing because you know a little easier if if you do get snagged on, on a tree branch or something along those lines, a little easier to, to pull it and uh, straighten it out and, and get everything back as opposed to uh, uh, breaking it off, if you will. Um, and certainly, uh, light hooks are a box of light hooks are a whole lot cheaper than a bunch of thirty uh, second or sixteenth ounce uh, jig heads as well. Um, and you know, you've also got the option to, you know, throwing on a, a pencil bobber or a slip bobber, uh, or even no bobber at all, I guess, depending on, on the particular spot you're, you're fishing there. Um, no. And as far as some of the other tackle goes, um, you know, six pound test, probably good. Maybe if you were fishing open water, you could get away with four, but a little bit heavier line, I guess. I'm just kind of always thinking, uh, especially where I'm working brush and cover, uh, 
you know, places where there's, you know, going to be the abrasions and things along those lines, something just a, a little bit heavier there, um, but still sensitive enough that you can, you can feel them on the end of your line there because they are little thieves. <laughs> there's no doubt, uh, no doubt about that. But again, yeah, just something, you know, if you've got to kind of fish them out from a little cover or whatever, I think just a, a, a heavier line an uptick in the line, just a little things along those lines can, can help out as well. Um, but anyway, once you've got, uh, got that minnow rig, just, you know, slowly start to move it around the area you're working, you know, adjust the depth. If you aren't finding anything, uh, crappies, uh, are bottom up feeders, meaning that they'll, uh, they'll come up from underneath, uh, whatever they're intending to eat. So you can just kind of put it, uh, you know, a little bit above them and, that's going to, uh, that'll be the, uh, the best results. So they, uh, they like to, to fish that way there. And, and that's not to say too, you know, that minnows aren't necessarily always, you know, they always prefer minnows anyway. Um, you can still do the same thing with a, a simple hook and, and, you know, chunks of night crawler, a waxy grub, what have you. Um, and, you know, also experiment with the size of those baits too. You know, let the crappie tell you what works best. Obviously, if you're using minnows, you know, you're sort of set on size anyway, but, um, you know, chunk of night crawler, what have you. And, um, that's, uh, the, the fish will let you know what, uh, what will work or what won't anyway. And, uh, you know, if you're like me, um, and just because of the way I fish and the times I fish and things along those lines. I'm not necessarily using a live, using live bait a lot. Um, you know, just, uh, try some artificials as well. Um, you know, don't forget those, those little, uh, things along those lines of like, uh, um, smaller, you think smaller as well. I guess that's, that's what I was trying to get at anyway. You know, smaller jigs are, are in order here, you know, 64th, Maybe on up to an eighth, and that's and that's probably on the 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 big end here too. But you know, if you you want to use plastics, you know, small little tube jigs, little twister tails, uh, beetle spins will work. If you uh, you know you want to fish an area there, uh, you know, fish parallel to say like a down tree or something like that, uh, where they can dart out and and grab your lure. Uh, those are those are always great things to try as well. Um, certainly. Uh, those little, uh, those little tiny sort of micro crankbaits, uh, those are always, always kind of fun. And, and, and I have, I just haven't used them all that much. So, uh, but I know they, uh, uh, when I had, uh, Captain Ted Peck on, we were talking just a, a little bit about that as well. Uh, those, those little micro, uh, crankbaits there that, uh, work, they, they are very effective. So that's, uh, that's very cool. Uh, those are certainly some, uh, some options there too. Again, I'm, I'm, you know, more comfortable with like the little, uh, beetle spins and, and little twister tails, those kinds of, uh, of jigs there too, or uh, plastics as well. What am I saying? Um, but again, so many options out there too, and, and all different colors, they will certainly let you know what, uh, what color seems to be working as well. So make sure you've got you know, a little bit of a variety, some, some brighter colors, some more muted colors, some more, uh, earth tones, if you will, uh, darker colors, um, you know, 
that's uh, what's good. And again, too, uh, you know, you don't have to necessarily be in a, a boat. These are, are things that you can do from uh, from shore, from the boat, what have you. Uh, they will uh, um, be effective, uh, can be effective either way. So, um, and the other thing too, and, and I mentioned this a, a little bit ago too, uh, you know, and if, if you if you've read really anything in, in some of the magazines and looked at articles, uh, you know, on crappie fishing, uh, there are some uh, crappie anglers that like to use those long 12 to 14 foot rods, um, you know, for their fishing. Uh, and again, they can have a benefit, although, you know, they do get uh, kind of heavy to hang on to all, all day long, but again, yeah, you, you've got the opportunity there to, uh, um, you know, dip it down into, into areas where, uh, uh, you necessarily can't cast into, um, the ones I've looked at anyway, have a really nice, uh, sensitive tip there to detect those, uh, very small bites of the crappie. And again, uh, they can be a little, uh. Little lure stealers there, bait stealers, I guess is probably the better way to put it here. But although, to be honest with you, a lot of times I like using ultralights um, for uh, for my crappie fishing. Um, not only is it is it you know sensitive enough to to pick up those light bites, um, it's just a little more challenging. You know, you know, you got a if a bigger rod anyway that you know it's it's like. Boom, you catch it, you pull it in. I, it just, eh, it's a little more challenging to, uh, uh, with those, uh, with those ultralights. Again, you're just, you know, your, your setup is just, you're thinking smaller anyway. Um, now just to kind of, to wrap things up here anyway, as far as a, a time to head out, you know, mornings and evenings, of course, are the best time for us, but it doesn't necessarily matter to the fish, uh, with the warmer temperatures we've got this time of year. Uh, their metabolisms are are really at their highest, so they they can be active all day long. Um, you know, midday is a good time, but really, you know, like I said, any time of the day. Um, you know, just and and again, we talked about different places. You know, middle of the day, if you want to go fishing, yeah, you know, look for those shady areas, places where there's you know some kind of break from the sunlight anyway. Um, you know, and then. You know, work your way out onto uh, you know places that maybe are you know a little later in the day where the sun isn't quite hitting it you know and, and it's just yeah just a, the sunlight penetration is kind of one of the things that you want to maybe keep an eye on anyway um, you know so if you're fishing you know if you were fishing say you know a little later this morning you'd maybe want to avoid the eastern shoreline and fish the western shoreline because you know that sunlight's going to be maybe shading a little bit more on the western side and will be throughout the rest of the day, um, you know, as it gets later in the day. So, you know, just those kinds of places. Uh, that'd be, you know, start on that side first, and then then maybe if you if you have the opportunity, work your way over to the other side just to kind of make sure you're not missing anything. So um, if you want to take a different angle, try night fishing. You know, many of the same locations are going to work uh, as well. Although the uh, the bait fish might be a little bit shallower uh, in because the waters maybe just a, a little bit uh, a little bit cooler, if you will. Um, other places to try are bridge pilings and railroad trestles. Uh, these places usually offer some kind of current, uh, providing a little bit more more dissolved oxygen in the water. Uh, the crappie can hold behind these pilings, uh, 
uh, in that slack water on the downstream side of uh, a river or you know, at whatever depth they, they might happen to be comfortable at. Uh, you know, you can read that kind of stuff on your uh, electronics there. Um, and that's, and, and although I like artificials, this is maybe one of the times where, you know, using minnows is uh, probably your best chance uh, fishing those kinds of locations, uh, you know, using minnows, live bait for your, uh, for your setup there too. And, and don't be surprised too, that, uh, you know, if you end up a, with a bass or two during your outing, you know, they're after the same thing, food and, and, uh, you know, they're going to be sitting in those, uh, same kind of locations, uh, as well. Um, And I'm just going to throw one last thing out here just to, because I'm thinking about it. Um, and, and it's, it's August 1st. So we're on the, uh, what the last third of the year now. So we're take something like that anyway. Um, be thinking about, uh, uh, you know, it's like places where you're finding success, you're finding the fish right now. Um, Mark some of these spots if you've got a, a GPS, a way to, to mark those locations, you know, whether it's on a, heck, even if it's on a, a, a paper map. Uh, but if you've got the electronics and you can do that, you know, mark those spots out. You know, think of those places, too, that you know, might want to try for uh, ice fishing. Uh, picking the spots during the, uh, the warmer weather months is likely to place, uh, you know, are as likely places to, you know, fish once, uh, once winter rolls in, you know. Find fish in a given spot. Mark it on the GPS. You know that way. Uh, that way, you know, early in the season, you've got some places maybe to try out that uh, uh, those fish haven't quite moved off of yet. And just a little. Uh, I hate to think about winter yet, but yeah, I mean, it is August here, so I suppose we have to start thinking about that at some point here. Um, anyway. Okay, i got to take a quick break. It's 8.51. I'll be back in just a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors, so stick around. You're listening to WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. <laughs> 